0: So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm and get started today. Welcome to the NASCAR Live Chat with Ham the Engine Man. My name is David Ham. I was a 25-year NASCAR engine builder, recently retired about six months ago. I was a seven-year jackman on the Bush and the Cup Series, and I'm owner and operator at Hamscapes uh, Landscaping Equipment Repair and Company and also a radio personality on WAME Radio 92.9 and 550. I'm Ham and one of the Chillbillies, and I also do the Monday Country Ham Jam on the radio. So I'll be on the radio this evening, but I want to say happy Veterans Day to all the vets, and thank you so much for your service. Without you, we wouldn't be able to do what we do and love a NASCAR and uh, sit on a computer or on our phone and, and ch- also check out my podcast, It's uh, Ham the Engine Man. And if you're listening on the podcast, thank you very much. But if you want to listen or watch it on YouTube, go to YouTube and do DHAMIM in the search, and you, it'll take you right to these uh, videos that I do every Monday evening at 7.30. So we're going to do a lap-by-lap today of the Blue Green Vacations 500 held at ISM Raceway in Phoenix, Arizona on November 10th, 2019. Along with lap-by-lap, we're going to do the news, uh, cold beer, warm beer, point standings, Finishing order, ham's hankies, track history, but not necessarily in that order, but also for the 2020 chats. And I'm also taking suggestions on what y'all would like to hear. I mean, if you want to hear more stories about my experience at the racetracks or, or whatever you want to hear. But we're going to do some brief bio of a driver, car owner, or a team, and then some historic stuff there. Getting to know your fan segment, we'll talk about later, and a roving race reporter which is if one of you go to a race and you want to send me the information you got, and then I'll mention your name and we'll talk about your experience at the racetrack. I also do some engine man memories. So that'll be part of me telling my stories of my experiences when I was traveling to all the races in the seven years and also as a 25-year engine builder. So that's been with Ford and Chevrolet. I spent 10 years building engines for Chevrolet until I switched over to Ford's, and I spent the last 16 years building for Ford over at Ralph Shades Engines. All right, the finishing order of this race, uh, yesterday's race was, Denny Hamlin won the race, of course, uh, Kyle Busch second, Ryan Blaney third, Kyle Larson, and Kevin Harvick fifth, Martin Turek sixth, Eric Jones, Clint Boyer, Joey Logano, and Brad Keselowski rounding out the top ten. So that was four Toyotas, five Fords, and one Chevy. Lap by lap. So Kyle Busch was on the pole. By lap 10, Hamlin had gained three points on Logano, and is now 17 points below the cut line. Lap 13, so Hamlin was, you know, basically he was trying to win the race. I mean, obviously he ended up winning it to most of our dismay, but, you know, I guess he did what he had to do. So eight of the top nine spots are playoff drivers by lap 13. You know, I've noticed that in the trend over the past several years that, the playoff drivers getting down to the, when it gets down to it at the end of the season, the, you know, just like Homestead, I bet you at Homestead we're going to finish, let's just say Harvick, uh, Hamlin. Let's put him second. That way he's the first loser. <laughs> and then the other two Gibbs cars. How that sound, to y'all? All right, so uh, by lap kit 23, Kyle now has a 1.37 lead over Hamlin. Lap 47, 22 cars on the lead lap. So they were dropping off pretty quick. Lap 67, the caution is out. Ricky Stenhouse hits the wall. Leads cars, lead cars pit. Brad Kozlowski did not pit and has the lead. All right, Denny Hamlin went to stage one on lap 75. So by lap 96, Hamlin now is 18 points below the cut line to teammate Kyle Busch. And then, uh, let's see, Joey Logano wins stage two on lap 150. So how does a guy who's running so good all day, Joey Logano, ends up getting a lap toward the end of the race? That was heartbreaking. Lat 166, Chase Elliott, major damage to the back end of the nine after hitting the wall hard. He blew a tire, his car towed to the garage, done for the day. Looked like, I believe, he had a left rear going down. And you kind of had to wonder if that had anything to do with the way that he was racing with Hamlin there for a little while. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Lat 173, back to the green. Logano holds the lead over Hamlin. Lat 177, Hamlin takes the lead. 182, Bush and Logano are separated by one point. Yeah, I'm even hesitant to say uh Hamlin's name because I heard it so many times yesterday during the race. Uh lap two or six, Harvick and Blaney now move past Logano. Two thirty one, Joey Logano is now in eleventh place. Two thirty eight Hamlin puts Logano a lap down. Unfortunately, that's what I was just mentioning here, that lap he went down after running so good most of the day. I think he led the most laps too. Uh lap three twelve, Denny Hamlin wins his way to Homestead after winning the race. Okay. That was enough. I said the DH word enough. You know, whew, I was pretty bad I got the same initials as him at this point. All right, as to what happened to Joey Logano, after winning the second stage, putting himself in position to secure his way to the final four, leading 93 of the 176 laps, but sometimes by several seconds, Joey ended up finishing in ninth place a lap down and seven points behind Kyle Busch for the final transfer spot. Unfortunately, just missed it by seven points. Wouldn't that have been better if he would have bumped? No, the 10 car. That's what needed to happen. Needed to have him get up there and, and move Cobbush out of the way. All right, so after Chase Elliott crashed on lap 166, Joey pitted for four tires and restarted in the first of lap 174. He knew something was wrong almost immediately because he couldn't pass any lap traffic. So what happened? You know. So at a one-mile one track where it takes less than a 30, 30 seconds, Joey fell as far back to as 11th a lap down the Hamlin 60 laps later. Joey says he has no idea what happened. He got four new tires and the team removed half a pound of air pressure in one tire. A bad set of tires? Question marks. Uh, it didn't vibrate. It didn't wear funny. But you know there are such things as bad tires. Um, and it happens. And, that, and I, We used to always say that they were stacking up. They had certain places in the trailer that had the good tires that were fresh. And then they had the ones that were getting kind of dried out from the race before they had left over, and they were saving the special tires for certain drivers. Just saying. not saying that's what happened, but I'm telling you it used to happen back in the day, and it could have happened in this race. They might have said, you know what? We don't want Joey to get, we don't want him to get in there, so we'll just give him this set of tires right here. Okay, in the point standings, we have 19 is leading the points, and we have four Harvick. And third place is 11 of Hamlin, and then fourth place is the 18th, of Kyle Busch. So yeah, we have uh those four we got one choice one chance with the Fords and three chances with the Toyotas. Outside of that it was Blaney's in fifth, Logano, Larson and Elliot rounding out the top eight in the point standing. So Toyota clinched the manufacturer's title. J G R won nineteen of thirty four races this year. But on a positive note, um Joe Nemechek is about to surpass Richard Petty, and the number of starts in the uh, Cup Series, or in the, I'm sorry, the number of NASCAR starts. Uh, and so let's, let's go us and roll into some cold beer, warm beer. All right, so the drivers that deserve a cold beer uh, after running good typically, then we're going to say the drivers that deserve a warm beer after doing something they shouldn't have done or not finishing good after they should have. All right, so the first one up, unfortunately, is Denny Hamlin. So he had to make up a 20-point deficit or win the race to, to advance into the playoffs no, to the Final Four at Homestead, and he did it. So Joe Gibbs also gets a cold beer. Uh, Denny's win was 18 of 35 races this season, tying in with Hendricks 2007 for the most wins by one organization in one season. The 1-2 finish by Hamlin and Kyle Busch is the sixth time JGR has finished 1-2 uh, and 3 Of the four Gibbs drivers, made the playoffs. All four Gibbs made the playoffs. Oh, and by the way, Christopher Bell uh, from JGR Xfinity made the playoffs. Joe Demichek and his son, John Hunter, completed the first father-son race since 2005 at Texas, and they ran together in all three races at Phoenix, which I believe that has not been done before to run in all three series races. And Beer Band told me that. So what's up, Scott? Scott Travison. All right, and uh, cold beers to Tony Emachek and and John Hunter, of course. And uh, also to the fans at Phoenix because it was a sellout with 42,000 seats. And see, that's the thing we mentioned before. Some of these tracks take seats out because it sounds better to say we sold out, and it probably does better for them as far as TV money and all that kind of stuff because when the TV money comes around, they can say, hey, we sold out last year. So you know they don't have any blanks, uh, empty seats, you know that kind of stuff showing up in the stands. We're going to do an honorable honorable mention to Matt DeBenedetto. He finished 13th with two flat tires, a damaged splitter, and mental toughness tested heavily battling the challenges of dirty air and traffic. So that was a good finish for Matt DeBenedetto. All right, so warm beers. There's only a couple here. Uh, the warm beer would be Chase Elliott, who finished last after crashing in a must-win situation for the title. You know, he had a bad last three, four races in this in this playoff round. So, man, he, he kind of just didn't make it happen whenever he needed to here. Uh, Joe Logano. So I, I mean, honestly, I'd have rather seen Chase Elliott than than to have three of the Toyotas make it. But it is what it is. Uh, Joe Logano, unfortunately, gets a warm beer because. Uh, how a team that he was leading so many laps and could be lapped uh, with is, is a big question in his team. And it's, you know, he probably, he deserves a cold beer. I mean, he drives, he's a driver, he drives hard and he races his heart out. But um, I think just the warm beer segments just for people that, you know, just don't get a cold beer. <laughs> All right, I threw this one on here. Bubba Wallace uh, for admitting to spinning out at Texas, you know. And I'm going to talk about that in my hams hanky here coming up in just a few minutes. All right, so in other NASCAR news, we got, uh, I already mentioned Joe Nemechek and his son, John Hunter, complete, competed for the first time father-son since 2005 at Texas, and they ran together in all three races. In doing so, Joe Nemechek tied Richard Petty for 1,185 starts in NASCAR. So it was Joe's 68th uh, truck start this week, and uh, it's 40. 444th Xfinity start and 673rd cup start. So, you know, I used to jack for Joe in the, uh, Bush series back in the day and won a lot of races that way. And then also built engines for him in the cup series qualifiers and also jacked for him in 2007, half the season after we did a big swap with Robbie Gordon, 18 to the B team. So Joe was always a good guy. Um, so I'm good, happy for him. All right. So Richard Petty won seven titles, a feat tied by Dell Senior and Jimmy Johnson. So King Richard has 200 victories in the Cup Series, a feat that will probably never be broken uh, in one series alone. But tally is all of Kyle Busch's wins across three series. You know, King Richard did it in all in the Cup Series at the top level, 200 wins. Kyle Bush has done it in the Bush Series or Bush, Trucks and the uh, Cup Series. And and I guess you could say Xfinity now, and Monster Energy, and Sprint Cup, and all that kind of stuff. But you know what I mean. Let's see. In Joe's 444 Xfinity race, he has 16 wins, 74 top fives, 126 top tens, 18 poles, and has led 2906 laps with an average finish of 18.8. I know in the... uh, This this says Xfinity races, but I know back in the day in the Busch Series, he was kicking butt all the time when we were coming to pits we might come in 15th and go out first because we would have some kick butt uh, pit stops okay and 68 truck starts uh four top fives 19 top tens and 49 laps led average of 21st uh, finish average 673 cup starts. joe has four wins 18 top fives 62 top tens 10 poles, 1,246 laps with an average finish of 28.3, which is still impressive. Some people can race in the in the Cup Series and not ever win a race. So he's got four wins. That's really good. All right, some other NASCAR news. Uh, Luke Lambert to uh, Chris Boucher, crew chief at Ralph Fenway in the 17 car. And Randall Burnett to be Tyler Reddick's crew chief on the 8 car at Richard Childress Racing. Randall is currently Tyler's Xfinity Uh, car chief, uh, Tyler's, or crew chief, something like that. My notes say CC, so I guess that's either car chief or crew chief. All right. More on Roger Pinsky purchasing Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Uh, Tony George sought out Roger to purchase the track as the George family wished to give up the business. And Tony knew that Roger loves and respects the track and its 110 year history. I mean, who else to give, That track over to, I don't mean necessarily giving it to him. I'm sure he paid a pretty penny for it. But I'm just saying to carry on that legacy of Indianapolis Motor Speedway, uh, Roger Penske, he's the man. And who all would like to see the uh, Brickyard 400 run under lights at Indianapolis Indianapolis Motor Speedway? What do you all think about that? Run it under the lights. I think that would be pretty cool. Um, So the track president... J. Douglas Bowles uh, talked about the possibility of lighting the track under Roger Penske's leadership, and Musco lighting trucks were already seen at the track. So I think Roger's going to make it happen, and I think that'll be really cool. Really cool. Uh, Let's see. As we as we go right now, we're going to talk about a little bit of racing rumors. John Hunter Nemechek will be driving for the Front Row Motorsports, either to continue driving for Matt Tiff or to take over a vacant seat as David Reagan is retiring. So we'll see how that goes down. <clears throat> I think it'd be a pretty good move for uh, John Hunter Nemechek because you know it seems to be uh, that Front Row Motorsports is kind of like a stepping stone to get into um, Roush or SHR. You know, just jump right into some of the other four, the bigger four teams. Uh, Joe and John Hunter Nemechek ran all three races. Okay, I said that. Uh, having failed uh, Tech twice, these drivers have had their car chiefs ejected and will lose 15 minutes of practice at Homestead. Uh, They can start where they qualify. If they pass on third, on the third drive, if they fail, they don't get to post a qualifying lap. They're Elliot Byron, uh, Elliot Byron, DeBenedetto and Ross Chastain. So another rumor is that Cole Custer is to the 41 car and Daniel Suarez to Richard Childress racing in the 31 car. I know I had mentioned earlier in one of my other episodes that Daniel Suarez uh, might be locked into the 41, but I still never thought that that was going to be true. I think this rumor right here is more likely uh, the truth because I was thinking Suarez would be out and Cole Custer would be taking over that ride. So we'll see how that shakes out. It seems like uh, Toyota has tried and taken over the NASCAR market too. So free parking uh, by the main gate in Kentucky if you drive a Toyota. I don't know if anybody else noticed this or has seen this. Uh, But a friend of mine here, or a friend of ours right here, probably listening right now, is uh, Michael Wright. He sent me this. It says, fans that arrive at Kentucky Speedway in in a Toyota, Lexus, or Scion vehicles will be directed to park in the forward sections of the Toyota parking lot, uh, providing fans closer immediate access to Kentucky Speedway fan entrances. Sections of the parking lot will bear the names of select Toyota uh, models to guide the fans to and from their vehicles on event days. So, how about that? And that's free parking, too, by the way. Provided to them by Toyota if you drive a Toyota. All right. Apparently, or a Lexus or a Scion, um, which I think Scion is Toyota. So. Okay. Here's some Xfinity point standings. Um, there's two Chevrolets, one Toya, Toyota and one Ford. I always want to say Toyota. All right. The uh, number one... Spot is held by uh, Justin Allgaier in a Chevrolet. Number two is Christopher Bell in a Toyota, Tyler Reddick in a Chevy, and Cole Custer in a Ford. Number four, number four spot, Austin and is outside in fifth, uh, and Chase Briscoe in sixth. So they were really close to getting three Fords in uh, in the Xfinity Series as well, <clears throat> but looks like Austin Sendrick and Chase Briscoe just fell outside. Truck point standings: We got three Chevys and one Ford. We got uh, Stuart Friesen with a Chevrolet, Brett Moffitt, Brett Moffitt with a Chevrolet, Cross Chastain with a Chevy, and Matt Crafton and then a Ford. So there's a chance, another chance for Ford. All right, so I'm gonna talk about a little bit about James Hanky here. We got Bubba Wallace, who has been penalized by NASCAR for intentionally spinning at Texas last weekend, adopting 50 driver points and hitting with a $50,000 fine. What do y'all think about that? You know, um, RPM competition director Philippe Lopez said, "We fully understand NASCAR's position and expectations of its competitors. NASCAR has a difficult job officiating race events, and we do not make the task more challenging." Wallace will not appeal the penalty, so NASCAR confirms that it was Wallace's admission, not data from his car, which triggered their penalty. Somebody's outside. But, you know, I was going to talk a little bit about that, but I probably should go. I'll let you all talk about some of this, but I'm going to go over the next and final race, 2019 Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series season held on November 17th at 3 p.m. It's the Ford EcoBoost 400 at Homestead, Miami, uh, capacity 46,000, broke ground on August 21st, 1993, opened in November 5th, 1995, owned by International Speedway Corporation, all three NASCAR Series race here. It's a 1.5-mile oval, Turns 18 and 20 degrees, progressive banking, straights 3 degrees. Uh, from 20, 2002 to 2019, NASCAR has held its final races at all three series to determine its champions. <clears throat> the Speedway was constructed with efforts of uh, promoter Ralph Sanchez as part of the plan to help Homestead rebound after devastation caused by Hurricane Andrew. Uh, the track opened as a four-turn regular uh, rectangular oval. On the Indianapolis Motor Speedway layout, the geometry caused several severe crashes. So in 1997, the track reconfigured to an oval, which cost $8.2 million. Uh, Homestead is popular for its close finishes, one being 2005 between Greg Biffle and Mark Martin. And I know I had personally built three different engines uh, that for Greg Biffle, I think he won two years in a row, and then Carl Edwards, something like that. But I had actually built those. I was the lucky person that had won three in a row building engines there. Uh, John Nemechek, brother of Joe Nemechek, an uncle to John Hunter, was fatally killed in a Craftsman Truck Series race March 16, 1997. That's who John Hunter's named after, because he was born yeah a year maybe after John Hunter died, I mean after John Nemacek passed away in the Truck Series. And that was right after I had just met John, uh, whenever he got killed out there. He was basically a big open window on the driver's side, and his head hit the wall whenever his truck smashed. Uh, Tony Stewart and Greg Biffle have the most wins there at three. Tony Stewart won the first race in 1999. And Joey Logano won last year. Uh, so check out my podcast here. Search Ham the Engine Man, uh, and you can find me there and uh, on Spotify and uh, anchor.fm and all that stuff. And then also, if you're listening on a podcast, you want to check me out on YouTube. It's am.